Welcome to this week's Progress with Unity podcast. This is the I'll See You Through the Transfer Window podcast. We're going to have a look back and uh, have a look at uh, the comings and goings at the Latics. Uh, we've also got an Ipswich review and we're going to look forward to the Bournemouth game at the weekend when the uh, league leaders are in town. So, as usual, we'll start off with uh, the stats and I'll hand you over to Gareth. Yes, the stats from the game, Ipswich Town versus Wigan Athletic on Saturday. Possession, 53% to Ipswich and 47 to the Latics. Attempts, Ipswich managed 9, Wigan 5. On target, Ipswich managed 3, Wigan 1. Foals committed by Ipswich 11, 15 by the Latics. They got one yellow card, Latics managed 3, no reds and no score. No score? And uh, one of our members made his way down to uh, Suffolk, didn't we, Adam? I did. And uh, first of all, tell us about the trip. Was it? It, it wasn't too bad. No traffic really. No. Obviously, it's, it's the distance, so you got to. Yeah, because uh, I uh, had a tweet conversation with you in yeah. about two hours in, and you were sounding yeah. you sounding very bored. I was. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it was my tweets or just the. the I think it was your tweet. Was it? <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> Uh, so, how did the game what, how did it turn out? Uh, it wasn't the finest game, game of football you've ever seen. Uh, very limited chances for both sides. Ipswich probably had the, the majority of the chances, but they weren't major. We held them out, that's for sure. We looked like we had leads at the back, like Ridgewell really asserted himself. Uh, there was a lot more structure to the team, less mistakes. It looks like we've certainly improved our game in that sort of area Good. get going forward a bit more uh, Billy Mackay came on as well didn't he? he did yeah, he, was, he looked really good yeah, he first touch was a chest down and an overhead pass to McLean and looks like we could create maybe a partnership between them two right okay. good good stuff uh, any, did we have any clear cut chances I saw the, I've seen the Fortuny header in the first half and, yeah. the, and the Pitch one in the second it was Pitch had something in the second half as P- well Pitch was a uh, it was hard to see it, maybe a bit too high for him, but we need to create more chances, that's one thing. If we do that and we create more chances, we'll definitely have a good chance of getting ourselves out of this. Okay. Uh, Ali in goals as well, was that Ali a bit of a goal, shock? Very good. Yeah. I don't think it was a shock because Carson didn't really do particularly well against Huddersfield, made a lot of mistakes, so he looked solid coming out for all the balls, catching them mm. for change. Did he have a lot to do though, necessarily? Nah, a few headers caught. That's it, really. Maybe if you got tested a bit more, you may, may have seen a few mistakes. Can't tell. But it's what, was di- what was his distribution like? It wasn't, <laughs> wasn't that bad. There was no real casting to the bubble boy sort of stuff. Yes. Ali used to do a lot of that, though. Yeah, he did do a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's more short I, distribution. Well, that's why I asked, because that was the only negative thing in his game for me. That. Mm. Was it... Was it was the tactic to, to boot it long or was it to try and play it short I, I it was definitely you could see more of an attempt to try and play it short right. which I, I don't mind actually because we have been doing a lot of lumping up to fortune and see what happens so because, yeah it was a lot more pleasing in that sort of sense mm. and fortune has been getting quite a bit of stick recently off some of the fans I've noticed how did he do on Saturday well for sure someone needs to give him an offside rule book <laughs> Because it was in, <laughs> it, it, it was in the tens. Uh, his finishing was woeful. His header was shocking. Um, so we had a good game there. Yeah, he had a brilliant <laughs> game. That's Perdue's. Um Fifteen fouls committed. We're starting to get stuck in a little bit more than what we did. We picked up three bookings as well. Kubis picked another booking Kubis up. Picked up a booking. It was, yeah. it was a great tackle and. Well, I listened to to the commentary on Wesh and Neil Rimmer said he couldn't believe it. He looked yeah. at the replay. You can see his reaction as well. He, he wasn't happy with he it. He got a ridiculous bucket before, it, didn't he? Mm. It puts him on thin ice for the rest of the game, especially in the first half. Mm. So you want players who, in the mm. middle, who can get stuck in, but the yellow card can change that, can't it? Yeah. yeah. There was a challenge that he went in for a little bit later on. There's, that was arguably more of a yellow card than the last one, but thankfully, he let him off with it. Mm. So let's uh, quiz again. He's uh, made a difference since he's come in the side. Yeah. Sure. How was the partnership between himself and Hughes? Because it was, it was right. quite quite alright right uh, the week before. Yeah, they kept the ball down. They sort of exchanged defence to attack a few times, and 
it looks a lot more solid in centre as well. Less can be said about Cowie though. He wasn't great. Mm. Very negative. Did you happen to see uh, McCann at all down there? Did you? I think he was injured. I know he was injured, but I was just wondering whether he was knocking didn't, around. Didn't or? see him at all. No. Ah, okay. Mm. Just a little theory of mine. I thought he was going to be off. But He's still here though. End of the transfer window. It was, yeah. I thought it was, it was a small screen. Filler and Hull, a few clubs. Yeah, yeah, it was rumoured when I said that he was going to be off. Right, so, performance, what do we all think? Do we, I mean, to get a goal, a clean sheet away from home at the team in the Championship with the best home record. Unlimited, unlimited all the chances as well. They, yeah. yeah, they threatened us. So it's quite a big positive, really. Very big positive. Yeah. By all accounts, sounds like a good defensive regard well, performance. It was, it was. Which way you want to look at it, though, doesn't it? We, we need to pick up nine points on the teams around us. Mm. And if we're not creating chances, we're not going to pick up nine points. Yeah, but we have, we have to start somewhere, don't we? We've been losing every week, and it's not a loss, and it's away from home. Yeah, I, I, it, for me, it's one of those games where you, you put the narrative on it in about three weeks when you see what else has happened. It's one of those games that swings both ways at the moment. You can. Well, I said, interpret I, it however you wish. Well, I said that about the other school game, didn't I? I said you could actually say, "Is this the point where we actually got relegated this season?" Yeah. But the thing is, you could say about the Ipswich is, is that where we stopped the slide? Yeah. Now, yeah. even if we only just like get a couple of points out of the next couple of games, we've shown we're turning it round. Yeah. You, you put what you, you put the narrative on after the event, don't you? Yeah. Well, the next two games come up with Warmoth on Saturday, and then we've got uh, Forest. Next week we're away. Next week at Forest. Yeah. Well, I, I, I've, I've that's on the Wednesday, which reminds me that uh, next week's podcast uh, is going to be affected by that game. Yeah, I'm, I'm to Forest. Yeah. We'll um, we'll cover Bournemouth when we get up to Bournemouth. Yeah, yeah. So well, what I meant was two two tough games on the horizon. Definitely, yeah. 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 Right, okay. Sorry about that. I've been told off though by Paul. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I was about to go into a thing about Bournemouth and I th- right. rather than tell So you're selling me. yourself off? Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. So, uh, been to Ipswich before, Adam? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Nice place. You catch it. Right. It was very cold. Very cold. Snowy, weren't it, I believe? It was snowing. 247 away fans. Yeah. yeah it's a good, good little it's not bad. show, isn't For it? Our, uh, Someone no, yeah, no. Go to the southeast. I'm 35 quid a ticket. I'm 35 quid a ticket. Yeah. No deal or in the sand, will I? Nope. Which Connect- brings us round. Connection cool. between it uh, with Bip Bip Switch and Wiggy. Both playing blue. No. Playing blue on Saturday. Right. Orwell. George Orwell. It's the river what runs through Bip Bip. Yeah. Oh. That's where he took his name from, that river. And then no. what did he write about? We can pay it. Yeah, it was rubbish. I tell you, don't get it, don't buy it. Leave it on the rubbish shelf. Neil River, there's another connection. Played for both clubs, didn't it? Played for both clubs, yeah. Right. Transfer window. Right, Hamilton. What's the connection? Closed. Right, so we've done a bit of business uh, over the past five weeks. And uh, (coughs) I'll just have a quick run through who we've lost. We've lost Roger Espinosa. Boo. Ivan Ramis. Not bothered. Sean Maloney. Not bothered. Ben Watson. Mm. <laughs> King Ben Watson. Fraser Fiver. Who's all, she? All went <laughs> away uh, on free transfers. Callum McManaman, 4.5 million. We predicted ish. that though, didn't we? And uh, Adam Forshaw, 2 million. Didn't ish. predict that one though. No, so that oh. was a bit of a. Bit of a shock. Making a total uh, of six and a half million brought in. So that's plus saving on, on the wages. Yes, that's uh, the key, isn't it? Saving on the wages. Because I, th- I think, uh, I mean, Maloney and uh, Ramis were, on, were, big, were really big earners. He probably saved close to a million pounds on those two there to end the season. Watson, again, another big earner. Um, but also, we've lent what? out. Riera and Delore as well, so they've gone out on loan. What have we paid out? Right, I was going to come to that now. So, bringing in, we brought in uh, Liam Ridgewell. On loan. On loan. These are, I'll, I'll go through the loan. So, we've got Liam Ridgewell, Chris Hurd, Leon Clark, and Shea Hosier, uh, who have all come in on loans. And we've signed permanent deals with Billy Mackay, Jason Pierce, 
and Getambong and that's uh, for a grand total of £450,000 so that's making us a net profit of six, just over £6 million. And a massive drop in your liabilities. And a massive drop, yeah. Um, Mackay, what's he going to be on? About four grand a week, comparing to what McManaman was on. He'll be on about £3.50 and two cans of Ironbury, yeah. won't he? Ironbury. We're also uh, training with us at the moment is Kimbo Kyung from uh, Cardiff City player, former Cardiff City player, who um, they cancelled his contract last week. Now, whether I mean, I have another little thing. I like these theories, these uh, little theories of mine. Uh, I think the reason they cancelled, Cardiff cancelled the contract was uh, because they didn't want to deal with us in the transfer market. I think they hate us and Malky Mackay so much that they'd sooner rip a player's contract up uh, than, than actually deal with us. So he's training with us at the moment and it looks a possible signing. He's a South Korean international with 30 caps. He played 23 times in the Premier League for Cardiff last season and he actually scored the equalising goal in the second minute of injury time against Manchester United at Ninian Park, not Ninian Park, the City of Cardiff Stadium, not the City of Cardiff Stadium, Cardiff City Stadium. Cardiff City Stadium. The Cardiff City Stadium, that's the one. I thought it was the Dragon's Den. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, he calls it something new every time, he does, yeah. you know. Let's not get into Cardiff. Oh, so, I'm going Cardiff. So if he if he joins us, that means we'll have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We'll have nine incomings, and we'll have lost nine. So it'll be an even. Ten. Uh, Pardon, Gareth. Is it not ten, James Tavernier as well? Oh, James Tavernier. Oh, he kept that one, right? Yeah, yeah, James Tavernier, who went out on one as well. Of course, James Tavernier. So sorry. it's nine. Sorry, nine for ten. I think it's because I didn't expect him to be a big, a big earner, that's why I hadn't. Yeah. So what do we think of that little transfer market and what do we think? Are we happy about it? Is it do we need to get rid of some players? I, I, th I think the outgoings, um, a lot of them spoke for themselves anyway. I think for Ben Watson it was the right thing to do at the right time. Uh, same with Maloney. Um, and I also think the only one really what was um, a bit of a surprise was uh, the young fellow who only came for, what was it, three months did he do? Five months. Five months? Yeah. Oh, right, that, that one. I just think, what was the point of all that with Farshaw? Well, he was a Rosler player, wasn't he? He was one of his babies. And when Rosler went, yeah. that was it. But he didn't play that much when Rosler were here. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, to get him as well, didn't we? We did. Well, that's right, yeah, because he got a lot of flag because of the, uh, the flat between the two clubs. But, you know, uh, the incomings... <laughs> quite a few of them to me personally are unknowns and I like that the one thing I like about it is because they're cheap well no you look at every single one of them every single one has got something to prove yeah every single even if you go into Leon Clark who's been ridiculed at Wolves anti for his performances this season every single one of them players has got something to prove so when Mackay says he wants people here willing to fight and play for the club they're playing for themselves, number one, aren't they? Because um, Chris Hurd, the Villa lad, he's out of contract in summer, and they don't want him. So he, he's got something to prove. He's got to show that he can he can get a contract somewhere with us. Um, Ridgewell, now there's a, a possibility. I've, only, I've heard this that uh, if we pull ourselves, is this another Graham Dorans? Yeah, no. Well, you mentioned Graham Dorans. All I'll say, did he go to Norwich? He didn't go to Norwich. You just uh, see what happens next week. Is all I'm saying on Graham Dorans. All right. All right. Liam Ridgewell. Uh, it is a possibility that if we pull ourselves out, it can. Uh, he, he'll be a permanent signing for us, which would be a really good signing. Shea yeah. uh, Ojo obviously wants to make a mark, so we can challenge for a first team spot with uh, Liverpool. Mm -hmm. Seventeen years old. Billy Mackay has had one shot at. English league football and didn't really cut he the ice. At Anfield. He scored at Anfield, but he didn't turn any trees up at Northampton, did he? Uh, so he's coming back down again. Jason Pierce, well, he's got nothing to prove, has he? But he make his mark with us. And Gitan Bong, um, 
I love that name. What's he got to prove? He's got to prove that Wigan Athletic can still sell shirts with the player's name on the back. <laughs> How many of those are going to get sold? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'll rabbit on it. Somebody else, please inject something think, into this I've been, debate. Having read, sorry, Gareth, go on. Sorry, having read the uh, evening post last Friday, the piece with the, the interview with Paul Kendrick and Jonathan Jacks, I thought it was brilliant, that, by the way. Um, we're cutting our court according to our cloth, aren't we? And the, the financial aspect that Barry mentioned before is, well, it's massive. Hmm. Plus, if we get the upturn, because what we've had has been rubbish, let's face it, so far, next to the bottom of the championship, we need an upturn in form of where we go. Yeah. It's overwhelmingly business driven this transfer window. <coughs> it's not football driven, it's business driven. Every single one of those outgoings has saved us money. I think the reason Forshaw's gone is because, like Gareth said, we fought hard to get him. We got him at a point where Rosler was doing well because he, he got us to Wembley, he got us to the playoffs, everybody was happy. We're just on the back of two wins, there you go, go and spend some money. And I think Forshaw was probably on wages not too dissimilar to the other guys. Therefore, that's why he can go. I think, and I, I, I think, it's, I think that is, is, is nice, good business on Middlesbrough's part. Yeah, oh yeah. Because I think what they've well. done is they've looked at the situation, they've seen him, thought, right, we like this lad. Mm. They took him on board because Middlesbrough, if they're successful this year, have got a major overall to do for next season, haven't they? major overall because most of their plays well I'm saying most of their plays some of their key plays are, are loanees from Chelsea so and they're your team uh, team though weren't they Barry so yeah I tipped Middlesbrough yeah. yeah I did I did um, and I watched them on Saturday as well against Brentford there was uh, the early kick off and, and they played really mm. well they haven't said they played really well they won did for sure feature he came on as a substitute late substitute yeah mm. and he, he was neat and tidy he's basically mm. you know what you'd say I was going to say that um, Borough could have been two or three up in, in fairness they missed some, some uh, quite open chances uh, although Brentford were unlucky because they were pressing quite hard but uh, they were getting this on the break you were saying Dan? I was going to ask how did McManaman do for West Brom so yeah. here he came on or started he started and he got pulled off after 60 minutes which no. seemed to enjoy oh, <laughs> no. no surprise <laughs> oh god <laughs> What? <laughs> There's no surprise there then. He never finishes more than was 60 minutes. Was it 65 minutes. minutes? No, it was 60 minutes. 60 minutes, yeah. I was yeah. wondering where I've seen that before. Right. Every oh, right, week. right. <laughs> right. Okay, so again, he gets pulled, <coughs> off, gets pulled off every week. And uh, <laughs> he. Um, but I was talking to a guy who actually watched the game through, and although on the highlights on. on um, on match of the day, up to the point where he did get pulled off, uh, he didn't seem to be that much involved. Uh, he wasn't—he wasn't getting deep enough, or you know. <laughs> um, but a guy who watched the whole game, uh, he was a Canadian fellow. Who was his Terry? Who, who came oh, Vancouver Lassie. Yeah, yeah, Vancouver Lassie. He he reported that up until the point where he got pulled off, he he was playing really well. He thought he had a good game, and the highlights that that he caught on match of the day didn't do him the justice. Uh, was he was he getting lots of penetration? I think he was, yeah. 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 Let's never do you justice. Yeah. Anyway, I think he was on the ball quite a bit as well. But there you go. So yeah, so my man uh, quite satisfied I, I, with his. You, for, with you his forget about him. He's gone. Yes, yeah, along with you, Paul. He's gone. Forget him. Although uh, one player who has gone, I mean, just totally going left field here, James McArthur has uh, done a, a thing this, this afternoon on, on Twitter where people ask him questions and he's oh. responded and he's been asked a little bit about Wigan and he said that he does miss it and he's left a lot of friends behind at Wigan uh, somebody's asked him what's it like going to Palace uh, is he glad he went and he said Palace and Wigan are very similar clubs we've both got great sets of fans so he's uh, obviously making the right noises still about us Did anyone ask him where his FA Cup medal was? No, because... That's cruel. It is cruel, right, Dan. <laughs> that's a bit out of order, oh, Dan. Dan, I think you should put your coat on and leave. Dan from Jesus was a wigger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the shout out. Yeah. Right. Anyway, uh, so McManaman gone. I think. I think the thing that worries me about the transfer window is they talk about this this poisonous atmosphere that's been in the dressing room, and where did it come from? 
what caused it and, and nobody seems to know now was part of what caused it bringing together a random group of players and hoping that they would gel I, I, I mean it's an open question because if, if that is then you know let's ship some players out and bring in a random group of players and hope that they gel I think what caused it was going down under Martinez when he left there were all his players and then getting somebody else in I mean he did a good job in the first season as we saw but they all fell through these lads who's left I mean Espinosa, Ramis, Maloney Watson, McManaman they've been here a while they're not they're not if you're talking about a bad atmosphere and and clearing out the players that are potentially causing that bad atmosphere what you're saying indirectly is it's them lads that were causing it yeah but the bad atmosphere is it I can't Mm. imagine that it's it's not perhaps it's not shit housing every week it's more I wish I was I should have got that move to Everton in the summer but I'm injured because you train me too hard in pre-season and, and that sort of thing coming out yeah, uh, little things just little winding things, them yeah. up yeah. because I mean our most talented player this season Sean Maloney how many starts has he made? not a lot just an handful aren't it? Well, there's been he's no the most talented player this season he's, he's been our most talented player based on previous seasons yeah, hasn't well. he? well his performances this season have not been the Sean Maloney alone. Well, well, when well, he played for Scotland, wasn't he? He's had some performances. He had that one. He had that game. Didn't exactly. He had a cracking game just before he went. Mm. You brought Wayne Rooney into this club right now. He wouldn't do very well, would he? He's still no. a good player. But when there's going to be changes in, in personnel, and all right, we've had changes in managers, but it's the cha- the drop from the Premier League as well. The the, I, the financial implications of it all. Being up up at a high financial level and no having to cut out court as as. Does that affect the individual players on a week-to-week basis? Mm-hmm. Perhaps they're still not. getting the same wages. I can understand now the club doing what they've done, but that doesn't kind of excuse the players for having not delivered for six months. Perhaps they're not as motivated as what they were. Yeah, I, Last season, when we dropped, I think we are going to bounce back straight away. We came close well, to I, it, I think that's a lot of what Rosley used. He used a lot of... He, he galvanised them on that one big push. Let's have a big push. We can get... You know, come back together, get back the post Owen Coyle period, particularly. They, got, they got close. <coughs> you, do, you do get some players in, in any squad because of the nature of uh, who they are and what they are, the professional sports people, they're very, very competitive. But they're also some of the most um, flimsy of people from the point of view of, I am better than this. You know, like, for instance, I'm an FA Cup winner, for goodness sake. Mm. You know, and there is that kind of attitude. Like, I'm a Premier, uh, premier player. <laughs> And it's like, well, sorry, mate, but sure it's it. your bad play that yeah. got him in this position anyway. But <laughs> I agree with what you're saying to a certain extent. And I think the problems were caused from coming down from the Premier with a new manager, inheriting, perhaps, inheriting a little bit of bad feeling anyway, but then having to deal with that as well as trying to deal with um, <laughs> a string of bad results. And a, and a couple of bad purchases, And I just think, sadly, we've had a bit of a rough do. Hopefully now, Connor's turned. Hopefully now we're going to go back up. But so sometimes, as well, it goes a bit stale, doesn't it? Maybe yeah. they've gone a bit stale. Yeah, you know, I'm just looking at Watson. Was it been here for six? I know he's been missing most of the mm. season anyway with his, with his leg problems. But Maloney's been here for four years. Um, Ramis done nearly three years with us you know maybe there's just a, a little bit still I'm saying the names uh, Dendor they've never played have they when you think about it Ramis has been injured most of the time yeah, yeah. yeah. Maloney's been injured for quite a That's lot of the time exactly. most of the squad Ben Watson has had a, had a go yeah. here and there yeah. <laughs> get shut up on what well, the fuck we're going to get liabilities because yeah. of the fitness yeah. you know and, and like when you look at it as well look at the lads who've appeared on the bench in some of these last games some of the young lads, Cosgrove's this yeah. one. Yeah. Well, that's, that's a, I, 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 I like seeing it. That's, that's, yeah. that's the positive. That's a big one from, from Saturday, weren't it? Um, Jordan Forrest on the bench. Wigan, yes. Wigan yeah. born and bred, Latic supporter. Manny Forrest's his son. Manny's uh, a Latic supporter all his life. Um, what a great boost that is mm. to the youngsters yeah. in and around the yeah. town. Apparently, he was in tears. He was so proud on Saturday. Well, I think yeah. that's what you've got to do. I, I mean, like Gareth said, you're cutting, you know, you're cutting your cloth. Um, 
that's what the whole development squad is about, bringing players through to the first team. And developing them. Yeah, they're, doing, them quite, in. And they're doing quite well this season, aren't yeah, they? get them in. Because, uh, if nothing else, if you bring somebody through from the development squad and you're paying him comparative peanuts to the guy that you've just got rid of, from a business sense, you're still putting your 11 players on the pitch and it's working a treat. Somewhere that's got to come back and help you. And this is what I like about the fact that all these signings, what we've made now, is none of them are really top names, are they? Right? The names of these are lads who can actually do a specific job. You know, if we turn the clock back to the heyday of football in this country, like under Shankly and Busby and all them lot, they didn't sign top rated international players, did they? They foraged around in the third and fourth division and, mm. and signed 17, 18 year old lads. Nurtured them and brought them through. Egan from uh, Scunthorpe Yard, wasn't yeah. it? He brought yeah. him from. Uh... So yes, I think all this business we predicted it maybe two, three months ago. It's as if we were waiting, just hanging on, desperately waiting for the transfer windows to come. We one, wanted it to come to us. One big omission from those two lists for me is either the name of Scott Carson or Ali Alamzi in the outgoing list. We've still got more keepers than we need and quality keepers for this division if you're looking to balance books one of those two should have been gone in summer never mind now in summer was um, was the intention not to put uh, Al Abzi back in the shop window um, for a long signing for the rest of the season I don't know I, I, I mean well, if they go out on loan then fine but mm. we've got too many keepers you, know, you you stand to potentially lose Lee Nichols. Well, who's our number one keeper now then, eh? I think Ali's going to start this weekend. Well, I, could they have done it to keep a competition, keep on the toes? I, I don't care. I, I, you don't need three three good keepers. You need two. Yeah, as a championship club, you don't. Do you, yeah, know no, you don't need three no. good keepers. You could have quite easily have shipped one of them, yeah. saved some decent money, uh, and brought some money in as a result of the sale. You can't always do all the deals you want to do. Well, I appreciate it, appreciate that. I think they've, from a business, like I said, from a business sense, they've done good deals. Yeah. You know, now it, that bit's finished. Now we're on to the football sense. Mm. And, yeah, let's see what happens with that because thus far, mm. we've seen, we've seen some shoots, we've seen us get a little bit more difficult to beat. We've still seen one win in 10, 11, whatever it is now. One win in that many isn't good enough. But you've got to forget about all that. But you've got 18 games to pull up them, them three wins plus whatever anybody else gets. We have, but uh, before we finish on the transfer window, there's, there's some little rumours knocking about. We're chasing different players, and, and they didn't quite come off. Uh, to Freddie is one, the, the guy from Feyenoord. Freddie. Uh, the manager's been uh, speaking today to the press. Feyenoord manager saying that we'd, uh, we we attempted to take him on loan, and they didn't want to do a, a loan. Uh, deal, and we came in with a, an offer of six hundred thousand on deadline day, which they they rebuffed. So uh, that looks like why we didn't get him. And probably that's why Leon Clark was a last minute loan addition. Um, there was a couple <coughs> of others as well uh, that turned us down. Apparently, it'd be, um, it'd be interesting to see on the deals that we were pursuing, because in previous years the deals that we were pursuing have gone on to be good players elsewhere, haven't they? You know, you know where you're thinking you're trying to get them to Latics, but they can't. And then yeah, like David, like, David Silva. And, no, uh, no, other, they were pursuing De Gea, weren't they, before he went to United? You know, a couple of years yeah. before. And you know, um, no, serious then. David Silva was mentioned in dispatches when five or six years ago. Right. And Jokovic as well, who's at City. That's the young. Jokovic. Yeah, M as well. Yeah, yeah good, so that's good, two good, of them. Well, that's what I'm saying. Good player. It, yeah. it, interesting to see. Whether the scouting system is still delivering the what, potential what will, that it was. What will be interesting to see is what happens next week because um, Gareth was on about uh, what the interview with Jonathan Jackson in the, in, in the paper. There was an interview with uh, Malcolm Mackay as well, who said that um, he, he was looking to bring in some loan players who wants to utilise the loan market. And one of the problems were that clubs weren't willing to deal at this moment in time, Premier League clubs with their players, because even though we have brought uh, shares or in, but the other people who've been to, because um, I think there's, they, they can't put the same stipulations on, can they, for emergency callbacks and stuff if they do it in the 
transfer windows mm. of course to the emergency loan window so he said what, what he's found is that a lot of clubs are waiting until the emergency loan window opens up before they allow the players to go out on loan and also some players will turn you down because they're looking for a permanent transfer and if that doesn't materialise then they're, they're willing to go out on, on loan Graham Dorans possibly well, I do know 100% that we did try for Graham Dorans 100% Adam smiling at me here he thinks it's funny but it was it was an avenue that we pursued now maybe that's going to be rekindled next week but there's other players in there as well like youngsters at, at the clubs there's that uh, Akpum uh, Arsenal has been mentioned as well now whether that's a deal that might get done in, in, in the next week or, or two we definitely need some strength in midfield don't yeah, we? we do yeah what, yes. What's that? What's happened to our wonderful relationship with Man United? What wonderful relationship? Oh, we had the, we had the manager up in that stadium and everything, didn't we? You know. Yeah, but he's left. He was he's made to Dave Williams, Alex, isn't he? But he's left. You know, so uh, Louis Van Gaal's there. We've we've no Dutch lads, have we? Ron, even Ronnie Stam's left the Latics, so we, we're we're struggling there a bit. You still have Van Arnold. Russell's got to pursue his relationship with Rogers at Liverpool because they're big mates, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They're big mates, yeah. Well, we've got one on one, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think we've seen all the business yet. Oh, definitely not. I'd say definitely not. I think our defence is pretty sorted now, would you? We've got Boise as as a spur anyway, haven't we? Yeah, there's a ton of defenders on that list we've got. Bong. Bong, yeah. What? Excuse me. What has happened to our former captain, Calder? He's coaching. Yes. He's on the coaching staff. Yeah. Hey, but is he, he, he still listed as a player, isn't he? It's, it's still well, he will be, yeah. Just in case. Yeah. But he's, he's hips and hackered, isn't he? But when was the last game he played? He was at Wembley, weren't he? Well, it was Wembley, yeah, when yeah. he missed the penalty. penalty. UPR, giveaway penalty. Yeah. I've seen him again. You know, Swansea, last season. Had a shot at <laughs> The pass. But yeah. he's, he's, he's unfair to put him in, isn't it? In games like that, it's unfair. He's... Uh, He's a lioness, isn't he? Gary Caldwell, yeah. a leader. And he's never going to turn around and say, no, I'm not going to play for you, because I'm not, you know, I'm not up there. He's, he's going to, he's for the cause. See, so, I just think, I, we, what you're saying, I, I echo that, Barry, and I think he's a good player to have at the club. I think he's good there for uh, team spirit and everything. But it was a genuine question, just like, what is happening with him? He's coaching. So, coaching. Retired. Has he had no, he's not no, officially retired? No, he's still on the playing list, but because yeah, uh, he's still got a squad number. But he's yeah. he's not play for the development squad. He's not play. Although he, 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 I think he's had a couple of games this season with the development squad. Uh, it's like how Pollitt used to be on the books, but he was essentially a coach. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Anyway, uh, transfer window. So a quick show of hands. Happy uh, or unhappy? Hands up for happy. That's hands uh, up for unhappy. So-so. So-so. Right, so we've got... Is there a so-so option? Yeah, well, out of the six of us, three three are happy and three are so-so. So for me it's a wait and see. A wait and see. Right, talking of wait and sees, um, Saturday is a big game. I hope it's going to be an entertaining game. Got the league leaders in town. uh, The division's top scorers. uh, They're on fire. I'd, this I, season can I just put it I don't want an entertaining game well I know I know what you're saying but unless we win there's something uh, so we've got Bournemouth in town now something fascinated me uh, this looking uh, this, at the record this season they've played 28 games and they're top of the division with 54 points mm-hmm. that's less than 2 points per game and the top of the division I'll tell you another thing though Barry they've scored more than twice as many goals as us that's not difficult Dan when did their season turn around? When they played us? 27th of September. I tell you what though, at the moment Dan, we're desperate. We're desperate Dan. Fantastic. <laughs> 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 yeah. Right, anyway, Gareth, let's, let's uh, have some feedback, let's have some uh, stats on, on, on the. Stats on Bournemouth, like you said, they're top of the league, played 28, 54 points, uh, we're 23rd, with just 22 points. Last six. Bournemouth have managed four wins and two defeats. Uh, on the 26th of December, Bournemouth 2, Fulham 0. Then they went to Millwall and again won 2-0. Then they lost at home to Norwich, won away at Rotherham, 
lost to Leeds 1-0 and then most recently last week they won mm. 2-0 against Watford who were down to 10 men very early after 28 seconds yes yeah they were and uh, it was never a sending off by the way I don't think it saw it never in a month of Sundays and it was uh, Andre, was it Lee Probus who was refereeing yeah ridiculous decision anyway. straight red wasn't it? straight red yeah ridiculous decision but anyway we and Dan met some Bournemouth fans last uh, not last season, season before, didn't we? Yes, in the cuts. Mm, yeah, nice lads. Had a, had a flag with them. Indeed, they did. Eddie O's Red Army. There's a picture of that somewhere on the internet. There is, yeah. Mm. It'll be attached to this podcast uh, briefing later on. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, Adam, Bournemouth, excited by the prospects of them coming along? Or not? Well, obviously they provide a big threat, but it's the unexpected results like this, so we need to pull out if we want to get over this. And Bournemouth is a perfect opportunity to kick on. A bit of spirit, a bit of fight. You never know. We destroyed them last season, didn't we? We absolutely did. Really destroyed them. Contract. They looked awful when we played them last year. Mm. Beat them. I mean, what was the score? Paul, can you remember? Yeah. Three 0 Adam's right. Yeah, three 0 Was you you looking forward to it? No, no. I'm scared. You <laughs> I, I, we've had fresh start after fresh start after fresh start. Transfer window. We waited for the transfer window. Get a few in. Have a fresh start. What happens if Bournemouth turn up on Saturday and give us a pasty? Where do we go from there? Which they could well do, given we're chopping and changing players again. Forest on. Well, they're, they're, top they're, the they're top of the table. They're top of the table. They're good for the They could well turn up and give us a pasty and, and just finish the season off for us. Who was the last team? And that's what scares me. Oh, with Darby. 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 What happened? Yeah, we beat them. All right, we was away for that one, and I think we're going to do the same to these guys. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of them where we've actually got um, the lads have got an opportunity now to yeah. start digging well, and improving themselves. They've done it in Ipswich. I think they're creditable, right? It wasn't the nicest football game to watch, but they didn't lose a game, and I think that was the that was the prerequisite. Get out there, don't lose, lads. Good show for yourselves. And I think now they've got yeah. the opportunity at all now to uh, second weekend. They got to know the players a little bit better. Well, let's go for it. Yeah. Well, Adam's right. It is a, it is a fantastic opportunity to really show what you're made of. But I tell you what, if you're not made of the right stuff, it's a fantastic opportunity to show that. I know. Is it not better being what you said before? Is it not better feeling apprehensive and scared? We used to do yeah. that in the yeah. Premier League. Yeah, I, and, I, I, and it was great. You know, it was a great uh, challenge. If you feel apprehensive and you feel scared, but you also believe in yourself. It's perfect. Yeah. Well, I don't. It's the, the good thing is, do they believe in themselves? Yeah. Go on, Dan. Well, I don't think we're the only ones feeling a bit apprehensive because this week I've been speaking to Peter Bell of the Cherry Chimes blog. That's afcbchimes.blogspot.co.uk, and he says private sponsorship deals. Yes. Where's my money? He says this could be a potential banana skin game in a roundabout way, but he's offered a few words of encouragement. He says. To beat Bournemouth, Wigan are going to have to press high up the field and not get caught out themselves at the back. If you give Bournemouth room to play, you'll be punished. But he also says, if I was a Wigan striker, I'd say to shoot early and from anywhere in shooting range. So many teams that we've played this season haven't even... just tell him to shoot, won't Yeah, haven't <laughs> even had a shot on target. Yeah, Mark, I'll go and have a shot. And, and then he says, surely Wigan are better than that. Yeah. Well, Gareth, are we? <laughs> Are we better than that? Are we better than not hitting the target? We don't know though, do we? Because we've got new players. Surely. I'm so sorry if I keep calling you Shirley, but... That's alright. Okay. Malky Mackay is making us competitive, isn't he? Both financially and on the field. The last three games, we've managed two draws. Two tough games. Away at Ipswich and against Blackburn. Two draws from them are creditable results. Oh, all right, we lost with one goal against Huddersfield, but let's face it, that was a fluke of yeah, goal, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. So it's been very, very, very tight the last three games. I tell you what, um, if somebody gets this podcast and goes back about 70 episodes, they won't know what they're listening to. Gareth's being all positive, and I'm like doom and gloom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just, just a rough guess, how many of these new signings do you think will be turning out on Saturday? How many of the new signings? Not so many, I hope. No. no. But at least you've got perhaps what a few players who have not actually got into this mindset of oh dear we're doing crap, not part of it. Yeah. All these new lads, these new additions to the squad, even in training, 
will get it. What's your problem? We need to win. And so they will bring that enthusiasm with them. And because of the pros, they should have that anyway. But at the same time, so many new signings will bring a fresh air to this. And, and well, I, I think as supporters, uh, I mean, the, the way we've performed this season, we sit there, look at what's on the bench and think, are we expecting that to change this game around? And whereas now, if you don't know them, yeah. somehow you expect them, you think, oh, we've well, got this new guy, oh, he might do something. You bit the nail on the head, you see, because we are supporters. We don't beggar off somewhere else at the end of the season, <laughs> right? We, do, we, we haven't got any new faces round the table. We're the same despondent people who were here towards yeah. the beginning of the year, you know, beginning of the season. So we're living with the ups and downs where hopefully these lads are going to come in with a fresh... Well, I think Billy, Billy Mackay will be playing. Yeah. Billy um, Mackay will be starting, would you say, Adam? Yeah. Yeah, and... Uh, there's a good well, chance. It's debatable. You might see Clark, Target Man. Instead of, oh, you could see Fortune in and not be it. Oh, I, don't think, I, don't think, I don't think we will <laughs> see Fortune in. Have you not seen both? No, you look at it. You, you look. Oh, sorry, I was going to say, so Mackay in for Fortune. <laughs> I, oh, I, I definitely think, yeah, I think Mackay will be in for, for uh, Fortune or Wagon. I don't, I, think, I don't think either Wagon or Fortune eh, hey? <laughs> will be starting. <laughs> We'll be starting this weekend, them two will be out. We might even see a change in midfield um, if we had anybody to play in there, but we've not, so we're not going to see that. We never signed him, did we? Could sign uh, someone on Rudy Austin. Austin. Could sign someone like <laughs> Graham Dorans. Yeah, of course. But, I mean, um, put James McLean back. How did McLean go when he moved out to the wing on, on Saturday? Can he show a lot more than what he was. No, not really. I oh. think. That's blown my theory. Is he not out of practice in that position? He's a bit <laughs> out of it. Yeah, he's always you can see his work rate shining through, but he didn't really get on the ball enough. Okay, all right then. So, um, what, what about um, Taylor at left back? I mean, he's, he's stumped for the last, last couple of games that I've seen. What was he like? Still, he looks a bit shaky. Do you think Bond will, will be in? I listened to the radio and he didn't sound too bad. <laughs> Taylor, I, I think he was up against um, Scan all the week before, who's, yeah. who looked a decent player. Now, he, he to me has got new scapegoat written all over him as Taylor. He's, he's a left back in here, he's done alright. Well, he's last, done alright, but the last he's, up against, games. he's up against a good player, he's got he's, a, a, he's struggling. a really good player. He's, he's struggling. struggling. You want to well, against Bong, would you? You well, want to run running at Bong. In, in further, Scannell <laughs> is. Uh, has got pace about him, but yeah. that's about it. Probably. Exactly. That's it. But Bong, I mean, Bong. apparently he's been smoking in training. He really has, you know. So well, I'm smoking up. <laughs> I, think, so I, think, I, mean, I think they're, they're going to stitch Taylor up and Bong him in. Yeah. <laughs> Bing Bong. Yeah, Bing Bong. <laughs> I think we'll see some changes because there's no point bringing nine or ten players into a club and then not not yeah. going them involved. Yeah, we have to. You've had like that old job. He's, he's come with a lot of uh, potential. Oh, yes. He's, a bit, he's a bit rapid, apparently. He's yeah. Yeah. He'll be, uh, do you know what think he'll be on the bench then and, and then yeah. they'll introduce yeah. him? Potentially. Yeah, like yeah. I said before, he's been tight, hasn't he, the last yeah. few games? He's been playing top of the league. He's yeah. not going to be. You know, Gungo. Going forward, is he? He's not going to go. Good I, I, be, I believe um, it doesn't just come on to a flashing board. He has to come on to two buglers, giving them a fanfare. And that's when he. Weaves his magic on the field. Who's this, Ojo? Oh, Why is that what they do in Liverpool? Special Agent Ojo. Sorry, Ojo. I thought it said Mojo. No, no, no. Special Agent Ojo. Right, let's. Uh, kids of a certain age. Right, let's. <laughs> you know, this is a professional, professional podcast, and you're talking, you know, Rollins. silly, silly again. Well, I'm so, yeah. yeah. Right, Rollins. Gareth, come on, let's have some uh, predictions about Saturday and what we think is going to happen. Who's the main men? <laughs> Who's the main man? Well, the main goal scorer is oh. Callum Wilson, who scored 15 goals, 12 in the league. Where's he from, man? He's from, about from Coventry. He's a and Clark played together. Yeah, yeah. The mates, yeah. yeah. And they played football got, together as well. Sorry, mate. Jan Kermigan, yeah. who scored nine goals, seven in the league. Brett, against us too, didn't Yes, he did. He did. And Brett Pittman, who scored eight goals, seven in the league. Is that Brad Pitt? Well, it's 59 goals. So, 
They know where the net is, don't they? Yeah, they do mm. quite well, though. Yeah, so, give us a prediction, Gareth. Well, like I say, Malky's tightened us up. He really has. Uh, Ridgewell has been doing really well at the back, and we've brought some other defenders in as well. The lads in midfield, Kvist, deserves a special mention. Uh, I don't know how many times he got the second ball, according to the commentary on the... He did it last week. I think he's going to keep it tight again. I hope we're going to nick a 1-0 win. 1-0. Mm. Excellent. Adam? Uh, don't know. <laughs> you don't know? <laughs> don't know. Can't, can't, I don't really want to predict anything. You have to be. You're you a pundit. 2-1. Paul? First off, my perfect prediction last week, you cut off the end. The batteries went. <laughs> yeah. If we don't hurry up, we'll be going again. <laughs> perfect prediction and everything. Um, like I say, it could all go wrong, it could go right. I'd be happy with one apiece. One apiece. Even happier with two one on win. Mick? <coughs> I'm just going to say we can win. Oh. Well, Barry, I am very apprehensive indeed. I don't think we're going to win, but I can't predict the last either, so one all. One all. Well, I think I'm, I'm quite happy. I'm, re- I'm, I'm feeling it. We've slipped you, and that's it. You're speechless, Barry. <laughs> yeah, we're next to the bottom of the table. We're, we're, we're nine points from being safe. Well, no, we're nine points from being competitive, not yeah, nine all right, points from being safe. Yeah, alright, nine points from being competitive. Um, but I'm feeling so positive. I've been down, I'll see. I don't know what it is. We're that far adrift, we need a bloody life raft. But I think uh, it's my turn now, Paul, if you don't oh, mind. Sorry. Thank oh. you. <laughs> I can echo. Yeah. Voice. This isn't the voice, is it? That's BBC, though, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I, th- I think, for once, I'm positive. Uh, we've been quite the opposite all season, and I think we're going to win. We're going to do them 2 0. And we're all Bournemouth, anyway. We're all Bournemouth. So, 2 uh, 0 for me. We do right. win. We'll be the start. Of a beautiful friendship. Yeah, but it's just something. <laughs> well, it'll give, it'll give you a massive confidence boost to, to, to win. Yeah. And then and allied on, with all the changes, you, you, you're off and running, aren't you? On Wednesday, we're off to uh, the city ground to face uh, Forest and the new manager, Dougie Friedman. Um, we're not going to do a proper preview on that, but I just thought, uh, is it a good time to be playing a team when they've just got a new manager? Well, if you're not going to be able to do it, you know, that's what I was saying. Yeah, it's a doggy for you. Yeah, but it's what's in our favour, doesn't it? Because, you know, he has a good habit of. See, if I can see us beating Bournemouth 2 0 if we can get something on Saturday and then pull something out of the ass on Wednesday, oh. that'll be three games then, and then you start in a little run going, aren't you? Yeah, well, that's it. You know, you know. little steps start the jumping journey. Yeah, I think we'll it. have a good idea after these two games because we'll have seen, I reckon, a lot of the new guys and how they're performing. Yeah. I, th- I think the thing is, you, you are nine points behind, but you've got, you've still got a couple of months to pick that up. You know, it's not as though you've got to have games. It. Yeah. I mean, you've got to win three of them, so you've got 15 games to outdo. You've got to pick up more points in 15 games than the teams around you pick up in yeah. 18. All probably doable. Right, before we finish this evening, there's just a little announcement to make. Uh, Latics fan Chunk, as he's known as, um, for obvious reasons, has had a dry January. And he's done it, uh, he's got himself sponsored, and he's admirably raised £545 for Joseph's Goal, the uh, local charity that's run by Paul Kendrick. Uh, so, well done to Chunk. Well done, Chunk. Yep. Round of applause. And uh, since it's February, I bet you've already had your first drink. Or several. Or several first drinks. So, anyway, on that, that's spot of good news. Um, we'll leave it there for this evening. Uh, next Wednesday is uh, game night, so we'll not be here next week unfortunately so it'll be the week after when we'll reconvene oh we're not going to be here at all next week oh we're playing so we'll not be here no okay 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 so anyway on that note for a fortnight it's good night from me and it's good night from us it's bong from me